0: hello everyone welcome back to empress tiffany's natural Heights session um (laughs) you gotta excuse the way that i will be speaking i am enjoying the silence of being home alone and the children are in school but i am also recognizing that i am very emotional My emotions are all over the place, and I just saw a movie that had me literally in tears crying. Now, this is not something new. I usually am one to cry at the drop of a dime. I mean, it could be something as small as um, my feelings are hurt because I tripped over a rock and cut my finger on a piece of paper. I'm going to cry about it. But also, I'm a very tough person, you know? I'm also a person that, you know, you could come to me with your head cracked open and I'm like, okay, give me the, you know, some water, some, a a needle and some thread and we're going to sew it up and get them to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like that type of person where I can react in a very, what people would consider courageous or strong way. And I'm also a type of person who's very passionate about what I'm feeling and um, experiencing. And that comes out in a lot of unexpected ways. Sometimes it's tears, sometimes it's anger, sometimes it's loud rage and frustration, but most of the time, it's some sort of reaction or commentary on a social event or something that I have witnessed that makes me just have to go on a 20-minute rant about and that's what these podcasts are going to be, basically. My rant. <laughs> so, to continue this rant, let me start off by saying that the thing that made me cry earlier was this movie I just saw on Netflix called Moxie. I think that's what it's called. Not the girls of Moxie or Moxie or something like that. But Moxie, M-O-X-I-E, and this movie literally left, left me in tears. It left me with a lot of emotions that just, like, has me in a state of rage. And since I have the room, I have the silence, I decided let me just bust it out in a podcast. So here we go. Let's break it down. Um, I'll list the directors and producers and actors and maybe some sort of description that I might not get to later of um, actually writing out. But... For right now, let's just say that this movie was um I saw a lot of um Amy Poehler, her name and she was acting in it. She's an actress. I think she was on SNL for a while, SNL SNL Saturday Night Live for a while. She's um a comedian and I guess now she's um doing more producing or directing. I'm not sure which one she did for this particular film, but I will look it up and give you those deets later. But the movie is about a girl, um, a white girl named Vivian, who goes to a predominantly all-white school, and she is witnessing a lot of bullying and um, flaming male masculinity and superiority and, you know... Um, a lot of misogynistic behavior at her school, at her high school, and she decides that um, she's just going to just go inside herself. She's an introvert, which I can relate to. She um, has um, a long-standing history with this community. So she has been in this community with these same children and same kids that she saw grow up to be problematic all her life. And she's just decided to keep it inside and you know not say anything. Until a black girl comes to her school and is in her class and challenges the status quo. She challenges um the teacher and the reading selection and she challenges the you know head misogynistic um Asshole character in um class on her first day of school, and this make this girl. Her name is Lucy. She's the black girl, and she has like extension um braids. She wears really bright eyeliner. She's very bold. She's like mid um mid weight as far as like she's not thin, but she's not fat. You know, she's just um her own style, and she refuses to like you know, disappear or blend or conform. So this make this girl intrigues Vivian from the get-go, from the beginning of the movie. Oh, mind you, if you want to see the movie, you don't want to know about it, spoiler alert. I'm going to tell you all about it. And if you want to, come back and listen to the podcast. But back to what we were saying. Yeah, Lucy is um, this heroine that Vivian decides that she is um, intrigued by Vivian is like a girl who has hardly any friends she has one good best friend who is Asian and Vivian the white girl she and her Asian friend are you know best friends they grew up together their parents uh, you know like I said this is a small town everybody knows everybody but um yeah so the Vivian and her best friend, can't remember her name, but she's an Asian girl, um, was basically flying under the radar of school and dealing with the, the bullshit that they were dealing with as far as like, you know, lists being made about women and what they're supposed to and, and what and how they are in prospects to a man's desires. Um, the um, a elitist principal who only cares about you know keeping the sports jocks in the school happy, and um, um, a ex rebel mother well not ex rebel she's still a rebel who Amy Poehler is playing the woman from SNL um, who I think had a strong hand in this movie. Um, she is playing the girls Vivian's mother. So Vivian is starting to like boys, and she has a little crush on a little Asian, looking like South, um, looking like um, like a Pacific Islander type boy. Um, she has a crush on him because he just went through a growth spurt over the summer and came back looking like a skateboarder jock. So she's all you know gushy over him. She likes the new black girl, and she's comfortable in her introverted state with her little Asian friend. So. It's just, the movie, um, is very cute. It's very, like, generic, um, feel-good, um, kind of movie. kind of like a rom-com, teenage rom-com, new-age teenage rom-com, like, 10 Things I Hate About Boys. Like, these type of movies. Um... Yeah, it's very nostalgic of like the 90s, 80s and 90s time movies. So maybe that's why I had a whole tear fest during this movie because I, (laughs) you know, I remember being like growing up on these type of movies, you know, calling the conditioning of my American mind, but it just, it touched on all my buttons. It touched all the buttons like, oh my gosh, this was so, uh, such a feel good movie. So anyway um i'm also defrosting the freezer as i do this podcast so you're gonna hear a little bit of crunching and um stuff going on in the background so anyway um yeah sorry this podcast is not the most professional i refuse to get all caught up in the norms of what podcasting is supposed to be but yeah that's why you're gonna hear things in the background so back to the movie Vivian gets empowered by the new black girl Lucy. who challenges the teacher on making them read *The Great Gatsby*, and she is intrigued at the um, the boldness of this girl. But she's also trying to um, warn her as a new student, as the new student in school, to just keep your head down, and the lead jock will leave you alone. And the black girl says a profound statement like. Um, Why should I have to um, fold? Why should I have to fold to the standard of putting my head down when he's clearly in the wrong? And she's like, You know, well, we all do it. It's no big deal. He's just who he is. And the girl was like, No, I'm going to handle him in my own way, and I'm going to do it with my head held high. So thanks for your advice. You know, I guess you're trying to help, but you're kind of weak. You're kind of on the weak side, ma'am. Like, you can't just be coming up to me telling me, like, you know, hold my head down. I'm in a new school. But anyway, um, that's what the girl said to Vivian, Lucy. And, um, yeah, the movie just has this type of air about it where the, it's a very feminist movie. Let's say that there, too. This is a feminist movie. This movie is all about feminism. It's all about um, <laughs> It's all about women empowerment. And I'm laughing at myself because I said that I have a moment of I have a moment of silence to really get this podcast out the way I want to. And I'm over here making noise in the background. And normally it would be my children making noise in the background, which I would be like, oh, I can't get a podcast done, You guys have to be quiet. And I'm not being quiet. So <laughs> just bear with me, y'all. I'm all over the place. It's a natural heights, and yes, the heights is real. But anyway, the movie was basically to um, empower young girls to speak up about matters that are important to them, and to not fold and be and make yourself small because of uh, the patriarchy. And it's really interesting to me that, you know, the way this movie flowed, it was like, it's always the same way it flows. The main problem comes from this um, patriarchy of a system, and it is up to the the. I guess the more di- the most disenfranchised to rebel against it, to call it out, to like um, call a spade a spade, or walk out, or protest, or have this big um, um, reaction to this patriarchy. And for me, that. It's very typical, but to keep on with the movie, so I you know, can go through the whole movie and then I'm gonna give my, um, my opinion on the whole thing. Um, the black girl is now being full on harassed by this um, jock captain of the football team boy. She is minding her own business. She goes to a vending machine to get a soda and the vending machine is kind of like not really giving her her soda so she's not like hitting or being aggressive with the machine she's just like oh what what happened what's going on here the job comes up to her because you know she was the one that challenged him in school the job comes up to her and basically is like you know i don't like you stay out of my way to the black girl look, you're you know you're you're um you're like I have an issue with you basically. And you're a problem. And Vivian witnesses this whole thing. He witnesses it from across the um from across the cafeteria. She sees this boy like talking to the new black girl. This this ch- this man well, I keep going all over the place with my description of him, my portrayal for him. But he is this really tall white guy standing over this, you know, black girl at a vending machine. And she, Vivian is across the cafeteria. They're like the only three left in the cafeteria, and she's just watching in her introverted, scared state, uh, at this white boy standing over this black girl. She, he's like clearly threatening her to, uh, in a, like a very um. You know, like aggressive manner, he hits bangs the vending machine really hard. Even Vivian jumped from across the cafeteria. Of course, the black girl Lucy jumped, and she's just like, "What is your problem, dude?" And the the the, the boy gets the soda out of the can out of the vending machine because he when he hit it the, the soda fell. Okay, I guess he knew the trying to show that he knew the trick, but in a very aggressive manner, he takes Lucy's soda, this black girl soda opens it up she's like that's my soda like are you gonna pay me for the money that i put in the vending machine to get my soda he's like he opens up the can he spits in it a long big ass hawk of nasty spit vivian is seeing the whole thing from across the cafeteria then he shoves the can at the black girl like take this can before i smack you down like this is his look he didn't say that but he's just like take here here's your soda and this black girl Lucy took the can from this from this man from this asshole and she is holding on to the can like in disgust and frustration and like you know just defeat. And I'm just like Watching this scene, and Vivian is just, like, st- cowering in the corner. Like, nobody else, I guess, sees this guy take, dude like, hits this machine all loud and hard. And the black girl is, like, of course she doesn't drink it or take, you know, she takes a drink and doesn't show her throwing it away. I'm mad that she even took the drink because I would have, like... If I'm gonna take that can out your hand, it's to throw what you are spit back in your face from the can and we fucking fighting in the cafeteria right now. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's my response. <laughs> you know, but for some reason Vivian didn't have that same battery in her pack that she was saying um, to Vivian when Vivian was telling her to hold her head down. Lucy just took the freaking drink and that was like insane. Look, she's getting bullied. What the fuck? Like that, that part enrages me let me continue so i guess that did put the battery in the pack of um in the back of vivian who decided after seeing that that she was gonna go and do uh like a a rage type magazine where it's like a comic style magazine stuff kind of scrapbook type thing where she's gonna uh, pass around to school and be anonymous. And nobody knows where this magazine is coming from. But if the magazine is championing like feminist issues. Not really calling out the racism. The clear and cut racism that Lucy just experienced in the fucking cafeteria. But she want to call out um, an instance where a big boobed white girl got sent home. Because she had on a strappy tank top. And she was being body shamed. And she wanted to call out a uh, freaking... Um, um athlete who oh a female athlete who was in indigenous of some form um i can i don't i'm not going to try guess what indigenous way she was she was just a brown she was a brown person she could have been indian she could have been you know pacific another pacific islander she could have been from anywhere like she could have been an indian, indigenous person to the earth indian you know whatever you want to call them you know native to the land she just had a very indigenous look to her um she was an athlete and she was also mentioned in vivian's um magazine which she named moxie um which is you know the, what the whole movie is inspired off of um she you know championed her for her sports and everything and she ended up becoming friends with lucy like lucy the black girl who was being um you know bullied by the jock white boy um she was new to the school so she started becoming friends with people different people in school other you know black girls along with Vivian and Vivian's um other introverted asian friend who was you know very much so like used to being just her and Vivian was getting um angry at the fact that you know Vivian was now making new friends with Lucy and so on so you know throughout the movie uh, they make a whole school after Moxie, um, they start getting followers, they start um, empowering other girls, they start empowering other girls in the school to stand up for themselves about different issues that um, affect them. And they started to, um, you know, intimidate the big Jock, the white boy Jock, who was like, you know, harassing everybody. And of course, he had to have a black friend who was like his um lackey who laughed at all his jokes and who you know was you know you know perpetuating the same culture as him or the same you know mind state of as him as far as being harassing and objectifying women and making it so that um it was hard for girls to live their best life in school so this black friend of his um was the stereotypical asshole friend. So um yeah the movie mainly leaned on feminism but did not for me touch enough at all. Well it landed on feminism and rape um you know the whole Me Too movement. Um but it it, it did try to incorporate the um you know, Black Lives Matter movement. I'm going to call it that. You know, I, I can't stand the term. I can't stand the um, the um, polarization of this one particular um, movement. But, um, yeah, let's just say that it was very Black Lives Matter friendly. Like, the teacher of the class that was... Um, um, Allowing this boy to be you know a a butthole he was a you know stereotypical white male he didn't want to get involved he was trying to be like on you know the um the side of just follow the rules and um yeah, the teacher kind of encouraged this boy to be disrespectful. The principal of the school encouraged this boy to be the way he was. He, like he never got reprimanded for any of his prop, any of his you know um, problematic behavior. So uh, there was a point in the movie where uh, the teacher was confronted about um, what his beliefs were as far as where do you stand as far as the the. The problems that are happening in the school today, as far as women being objectified and being victimized and being, um, um, not heard when we, you know, come out with, um, you know, problems that we're facing. This movie gave me very much 13 reasons why it gave me very much, um, uh, mean girls a little bit, not really mean girls because there wasn't really mean girls. The only mean girl in the movie was the principal, I would say, um, and there was um, a head cheerleader that everybody kind of looked at a certain way, and come to find out she was raped by the um, the bully, the big bully dude who was, um, you know, being racist and bullying the Lucy and everybody else who. Um, got in his way, who had his, you know, black sidekick friend. Like, this movie very much gave me 13 reasons why it gave me um, like, just like those um, movies right now that focus on um, um, you know, the problems of today, kids dealing, sorry I don't like to use the word kids, children dealing with um, um, you know, problems at school, um, different Navigating bullying during the social media age. This movie gave me a lot of uh, just movies that try to empower children to be um, rebellious against um, the status quo, the norm. And that's all well and great. But I do feel like whenever we have movies like this, Majority of the time, they don't even want to touch on the real reason why these institutions are like this. They focus more so on the the the, the story in the forefront, whereas the principal of the school, it showed no reprimand for her at the end once all the um, children basically just protested and walked out of school and um, you know joined the side of. Um, Vivian Moxie who eventually got the strength and courage to come out and say that, you know, she was the one who started the magazine after um, going through her trials and tribulations with the boy that she liked, making new friends with Lucy, losing her new her friend um, that actually ended up um, going through her own journey. I got to go back and look up this um, Asian girl's name. I can't remember it off the top of my head, and I don't want to keep calling her the Asian girl. But she was, um, her mother I think was Mandarin, and I think they spoke Mandarin. But um, she was the type of person that liked to not challenge the status quo. So Vivian was also fighting her to like, you know, don't be so scared, And the girl was like, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not only, not only am I scared, I just don't want to be seen, like we don't want to be seen, what do you, all of a sudden now you, you want to be seen, I don't understand why you're acting this way, that's what Vivian's best friend was starting to, how she was starting to act towards Vivian as she was making new friends and trying to speak out and starting a magazine, even though she was anonymous, her best friend kind of had a. Had Kind of knew it was her, but never really confronted her her on saying that I know it's you until the end of the movie. But she was basically like, you know, I know that, you know, you're making new friends and you're changing and everything. But you're making me feel like it's not just you and me anymore. And Vivian was like, well, it's not, you know, because she was trying to basically be friends with everybody. So... Yeah, this movie really made me realize that, this movie really made me realize that we have a serious problem with confronting the true issues of racism when it comes to the fact that it has to be separate. It has to be separate from this feminist movement because clearly these people, women, or people who are making these movies do not understand that these are not the same. The, the problems of the LGBTQ community and the problems of the black community are not the same. The problems of the feminist community and the problems of the black community are not the same. And a lot of times we want to intertwine them. And these these movies, they, they intertwine them so much that they blanket them all together and they don't really, address the, the real root of it all. And a lot of the real root comes from the racism that that um, is rampant all over the world, especially towards black and brown bodies. Brown and black, indigenous. I don't like even putting it in terms of just as, as remedial as color. But when it comes to indigenous people and people that are um, white... It's really something that has to be addressed separately from everything else. And the fact that this black girl, Lucy, got her cup spit in was such a high form of disrespect. And the fact that they grazed over that as if like it was just to just spark a a, a rage in Vivian to start this magazine. That wasn't enough for me. And it was a, it, that was not enough for me. And even though I continued with the storyline, I got into the, the movie, it was good, you know, enough to make me cry in a feel-good movie, I still have to call out what's, what was problematic about it as well, especially when it comes to my people. You know, b- brown, black, indigenous people of the earth you know, being not just victimized, brutalized and, you know, our bodies being treated as if they are like allowed to be disrespected. And that part for me fell short. Amy polar fell short on addressing that real issue. Like, at the end of the movie, when they when they, the students of the school, of course, they, the the climax of the movie is when they all came outside and protest along with Moxie, and she revealed who she was. And um, when they found out that a girl in school was raped, that kind of took over the ending of the movie that was just like, you know, that was her moment. Vivian, she got an anonymous letter from a girl who was raped, and that just caused her to be like, you know, come out and say what um what was really going on and what she was really feeling and why she started Moxie. And this was even after her best friend eventually came around and was like, you know what? Um I'm tired of being this scared person. I've I know you're making new friends, but you know, I I'm, st- I'm still your friend too and I'm here for you. And you know, you never registered this group as like you know, a school organization, so I went ahead and registered it as a school organization. And because the be- her best friend did that, she ended up getting suspended, her best friend, because I guess she registered the organization Moxie under her own name, because there was a, um, in the middle of the movie, Vivian decided to rally behind um, another, like I said, an indigenous sports girl who she felt should be winning a scholarship For You know, and um, she kind of, you know, highlighted her in her magazine and the whole school. She was like, you know, a whole race to see kind of like who would be student body president, who would be the athlete of the season. And um, she was rallying behind this girl because, of course, it was the big dumb jock who always got it. And so, like I said, it moved away from the issue of race. And then it came back to the issue at the end, I guess, was supposed to be another rally for the uh, racial inequalities where when Vivian came out and said that she was the one who started Moxie, it also encouraged Lucy to, I guess, come out and be more of, of a... Activist in her own and took over the platform of Moxie and started to, you know, tell everybody that, you know, you can be strong, you can be bold, you can stand up with your head held high and call out injustices. Don't be afraid. You know, this was Lucy's whole speech after Vivian's speech and come out of, um, you know, the climax of the movie. Now, at this point, at the end of the movie, right before the credits roll, Um, Lucy invites another black girl to come up on the platform in front of the whole school and express herself and what she feels as far as like injustices that she's noticed at the school and this black girl who has like an afro pulled up in a ponytail says you know um, my hair is um, naturally grows like this it comes out of my head like this there should be no reason why you know y'all don't understand it no, you cannot touch it. You know, it was a whole don't touch my hair um, argument of a lot of black women. It's completely valid. I have nothing against that. But I feel like that does, that is not the main issue here. Like, don't touch my hair. You can't mix that in with this, you know, asshole, privileged little white boy fucking spit in this little black girl's cup like in her soda and made and made her take it like this shit that shit is more than just a quick scene in the beginning and a don't touch my hair movie in the end hair, don't touch my hair you know speech in the end or a phrase not even speech because it didn't last more than 30 like 10 seconds but it just enraged me that all that was like that was lumped into blanketed with the whole, you know, feminist rape culture, you know, say no movement. And I know there's a lot of things right now. You can't just focus on one. But for me, this movie, um it was a good movie, but I wish it did more for the um the 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 issue of racism and systematic racism because from what I saw, the only thing that happened to the bully was the principal finally was had to um take responsibility for the for you know her lack of disciplining and she went in and told the boy while he was in class, oh you have to come with me as if she was like. We don't even know what she was actually doing. It doesn't even say if she was sent him home, if he got expelled, if he got arrested, if she lost her job. None of that happened. None of that we're seeing. We're just seeing her coming up to the boy saying, we, you got to come out of class. And that was the end. It was no punishment. It was no address of a real, you know, um, this boy now having to, you know, like... Um, take responsibility for his actions, none of that. Like, it was just left very open. And I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that at all. And um, I wish that they didn't do that. I wish that they, um, you could see more repercussions. But with the repercussions of this boy's actions, I really wish that they didn't, you know, Just overlook the the serious racist actions this boy did towards you know Lucy in the beginning of the movie. I really wish that they just gave more of a fair view of what it is to really be living in a racist society that just glazes over you know real true um, issues that. We deal with as a people and, you know, it just blankets it. It's, it kind of gave me like this whole, like when, whenever you try to speak on issues of, for, you know, indigenous people, black people, racism, they, they try to blanket in all these other causes too. Like, oh, well, there's discrimination against the LGBTQ community. There's discrimination against women. There's discrimination against athletes, you know, female athletes. Like, everything we're going to throw in there to kind of blanket it in with racism. But it's like, no, racism is the biggest issue here. This is the boulder compared to these rocks, to these stones. And if you don't break up the boulder and try to work on that, then these stones are, you know... You, you, you can't compare them. You can't compare them at all. And they compare them a lot. They compare them so damn much in these type of things. And um, that's where I had a problem with, with this movie. Because there was no reason why they couldn't truly touch on the, the problematic behaviors of this boy and how he um, was not just being, he was not just being, you know, a bully, he was being a full-on racist. And those are not the same. Those are not to be, you know, put in the same category. Yes, you know, racism can, you could say that that's a form of bullying, but in no way, shape, or form is it like racism is the same as bullying. No, this is a whole institution that we're talking about. Like, this is institutionalized and people don't realize that. They just wanna put it in like, oh, when people were mean to you, know, you they, you know, they did these mean things and yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're fighting for. And it's like, no, it's not just they were mean to me. It's like they utilized A power, they utilize a power that they have to um, keep me, my family, my, you know, my people in a certain, you know, bracket that is comfortable to them. And that is not, that's not, you know, what we need when we talk about healing. When we talk about healing, true healing, you got to be talking about the real problem. And if you're not really talking about the real problem, then you're not talking about healing. You're not talking about healing at all. Ooh. Ooh. I not think that was good. Okay, yeah. So that's pretty much <laughs> my two cents on this movie Moxie. Like I said, I was defrosting the freezer, and I just poured a whole lot of water on my floor. So, in the spirit of continuing to clean, (laughs) I'm going to end off this live. Thanks for listening. Thank you for, you know, coming on, and hopefully you guys can help me grow. I hope you understand my rants and my (laughs) heights. Peace.